Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to the following message provided by Renewed Church. We pray that this message will be a blessing and encouragement for you. For more information about our church, please visit www.renew.miami. All right, how's everybody doing today? Yeah, that's what I felt. That's what I felt when I walked into the room. Come on, though, come alive this morning. How's everybody doing today? That's a little better a little better. Man, I'm so glad that you're here today. I think you're going to be glad you came this morning. This is the final week in our Help Wanted series, and we've got some special guests that are going to join me on stage in just a minute. But before they do that, I just want to emphasize something. I know Mikey's going to talk about it, but I want to talk about it too. Next week, um, we're, we're doing something special. We're honoring all the first responders in our community. How many of you know a firefighter, a police officer? How many of you know somebody that serves as a first responder? EMT. Okay, so this next week, we want them at Renew Church. We are recognizing them. We know the amount of effort and sacrifice, the stress that they take on uh, to be in the the position to serve in the way that they do. We want them here next week. We're going to have a great time. We're going to do some games, and and, uh, we've got some prizes given away. We've got a police car, a fire truck, a helicopter that's going to be here. A lot of great things for the kids, and uh, we just want you guys to join us for this, Hero Sunday. It starts a new series called Heroes and Villains. So um, this will be the, the beginning of that, and you don't want to miss it, all right? So make sure that you invite people. You're going to get some of these invitations on your way out. Take them, tell people about them, post them on your social media, let some people know uh, about what's going on. Well, this morning, as I said, we're concluding the series called Help Wanted, and, and it's a series based on Matthew chapter 9, when Jesus saw the crowd And he had compassion on them, and and he healed many, and and he proclaimed the good news. And then he says to his his, uh, disciples there that were with him, he said, um, when he saw them, he saw that they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. And he said, the the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Pray to the Lord of the harvest to send forth workers into his harvest field. So this problem, this, this help wanted issue is not just a renew issue. It's not a pre post COVID issue. It's a 2000 year old problem where the harvest is plentiful. I mean, the, 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 the harvest, the, the field is great, but the workers are few. And we've got to pray to the Lord of the harvest to send forth his workers into his harvest field. So because of that, I've asked some workers to join me on stage this morning. So if you are one of those workers that are going to be with me this morning, let's, let's uh, make your way up and let's give them a round of applause as they come up. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Good deal. So... Uh, these are some of the, the, the team members and, and directors from Renew Church, and I am honored uh, that you guys would be on stage with me uh, this morning for this time. I want to I wanna do this. We're going to just start with one introductory question. Tell us who you are, um, what you do, and why you do it. All right? So if you want to start, Mikey, you go first. All right. So my name is Mikey, um, and I am the youth pastor, so I oversee our youth ministry and I oversee our small groups ministry as well. And I do what I do because I'm a typical millennial. I like complaining about things. <laughs> and so I'm always upset about something. Something's always bothering me. But I, I love Pastor Trevor because he listens to me, but then he's like, what are you going to do about it? Though? It's okay to complain, 
but what are you going to do about it? And so um, that, that's why I'm in these ministries. I want to try to make a difference. I want to try to solve some of these issues. So that's why I do what I do. All right. Good morning. My name is Ricardo, and I am the Connections Director. And um, I love to connect with people. I love one-on-one, -on -one, love talking to people, love on them, and that's why I do what I do. Awesome. Hi, my name's Emily. I'm the RC Kids Director. Uh, why do what I do? I think it's just I want to be able to love on kids that don't necessarily get the same like family life that I did or Christ-like family life that I did. So I want to be able to show them the love that Christ gives them and love on them and just help them grow in their faith. Awesome. Hello, my name is Stephanie. I am the worship director here at Renew. Um, I think the reason why I do what I do, um, it's taken a long time to get to feeling like this, but um, I've, I've truly accepted the, the call that God has for me on my life. And if you would have told me that I would be a leader uh, this year, like, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago, I would probably tell you that's wrong. Um, but God has done an amazing um, work in me, and, and I just, I do what I do because when I'm up here, I feel like myself and who God really created me to be, so, and I want to share that with everyone. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Hello, um, my name is Eileen, and I'm actually here representing the director of production, which is Alan Lynch. He's actually serving right now, um, so he did ask me to stand in for him, so that's why I'm here. But um, I serve on the design, stage design part of production, and I do it because I really enjoy the creativity in it. Um, I have a background in interior decorating, and so this is a good way for me to to use that gift that God has given me. And so I find it fulfilling to do it in, in an area that I enjoy. Awesome. Well, good morning. My name is Javier. Good morning. And I am the director of the Hope Center. I, um, I do that because of what God has done for me. Amen. So uh, he's, he's served me, and I want to serve him. Um, that's why I do it. Now that you say that you're an interior uh, director, <laughs> designer, I've got a gala coming up. The Hope Center's got a gala coming up on October 8th. If you guys would like to sign up or you want information afterwards, we've got a little table set up. You guys can come on over and sign up. I'd love right. to see you guys there. Thank you, Javier. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, let's let's uh, let me ask you guys another question. And um, you know, so so this this is a real need, right? Help wanted the the, the message series. Um, nobody, none of your groups are just overflowing with volunteers. You don't know what to do with, right? Is is anybody can raise their hand and say, yeah, I'm, I like literally don't know what to do with my volunteers. No one, right? Okay, it's the opposite of that. Harvest is plentiful, but the workers. Are few. Tell, give a testimony. Somebody share, and it doesn't have to be in a row. Anybody that wants to, give me a testimony of somebody whose life was changed 
by serving. Not, not that, that they changed someone else's life when they served, but um, their life was changed by, by doing that, by giving. Anybody want to share? I'll go first. Okay. Um, so when you asked this question, the first person that I thought of was Jasmine Lynch. She's right over there. <laughs> um, so the reason why I thought of her is because when she first started leading at Renew, um, you know, it's it can be a little bit it can be a little bit intimidating, you know, especially if you're you're leading a group of people um, in that in that way. Um, but she's very very gifted. She comes from a family that everyone is gifted musically. Um, but I truly believe that her yes, that she has um, to the Lord every week that she serves has, has grown her. And the reason why I say this is because in the beginning you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have you know, believed where, where she is now. And it's, and it's extremely amazing how much you've grown. Um, just this past weekend, she, she leads Misfit Worship. Um, and this past weekend she was given the opportunity to share the gospel after Mikey preached and kids, you know, responded um, to that. And so, and she, and she's always posting things on Instagram, you know, like little words of encouragement, Bible verses, songs that really touch her. And, and that doesn't go unnoticed. Like th people see that. And, and I just have seen such amazing growth in her and um, she's blessed me awesome. a lot. And I'm sure that she's blessed all of you here. Amen, amen, that's good. They turned you off. Just push it one time. Don't hold it. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, great. So I'm going to have to say my wife, Christy, when, um, when her and I first got together, I invited her to church, and she said, man, if I go to church, the building will burn down. <laughs> but, but she went. She went. She went to church with me. Thank God. And um, she got baptized. The day she got baptized, we got engaged. And uh, I got to tell you, I've seen growth in her daily. And I've seen, um, she serves, she's outside right now. She'll probably kill me for saying this, but that's okay. Um, she looks forward to Sundays. She looks forward to serving. It's, uh, it's been a blessing to me to see her uh, serve in the capacity that, that God's called her to do that. And, uh, and it makes a difference. And I've got to tell you, it's, it's phenomenal. And if you've got the opportunity to serve, if you've been... Uh, giving yourself excuses and trying to justify why you shouldn't do it, I think you need to step out of that and do it because it's definitely life-changing. Amen. Amen. I can share one. Um, and by the way, Jasmine Lynch is a teenager, by the way. Just yeah. It's a caveat. It's a teenager doing all this cool stuff for the Lord. So, um, But um, someone that I can share about is uh, Los Nieves. So not the old Carlos, the younger Carlos Nieves, um, not to get confused, but when, when he first came to the church, uh, we were still at Norma Butler, so this is like two years ago, um, and just a guy looking for a church, didn't really know uh, what to do, but was just willing to help out. He was helping me put the pipe and drapes in the kids' room, because when we were at Norma, some of you don't know, we had to set up and tear down a church every single Sunday. 
uh, it, that was a, a heck of a grind. But he was just a guy that was just willing. He, he wanted to get involved in church. And as I'm meeting him, I'm just trying to have small talk with the guy. And I'm just like, hey, man, so what are you passionate about? And there's just like silence for 10 mm. seconds. And it's extremely awkward. And I'm like, okay, what did I just do? And so he finally says, he's like, man, I, I, I really don't know. And I'm like, man, should I have not asked this question? Because I was just trying to make small talk. And now it's really awkward. I feel like I asked a deep question. And it's just really weird. But... As he's mulling it over, he's just kind of like, man, I, I, I really don't know. And I share that to say that he was a guy who didn't really know what he was passionate about, didn't really know what his purpose was, but he was just willing to, to help out, willing to be a part of the church. And opportunities kept coming to him, and he kept on accepting them and accepting them and accepting them and accepting them and accepting them. And, accepting them. and two years later, uh, the guy has a local minister's license. He's my right hand in, in, in youth ministry. I think the guy's got a call on his life. And if you ask him today, he knows what he's passionate about and he knows what his purpose is. Amen. Amen. Awesome. 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 And, well, I want to talk about Cardo Sr. Hmm. I'm going to pick on you, brother, because I love you. And I've seen the growth that God has done in your life. Um, this guy always wore, wore a shirt that says Grumpy. I think, <laughs> I think that's going to be changed, right? He, it's going to be joy now. Because, brother, I see the joy in you. Amen. I see it, what God is doing in your life. He counsels. He was telling me earlier, he counsels 10 guys wow. at the Hope Center. Wow. Isn't that great? Yeah. He's pouring into the lives of these people. That's amazing. So I, I see the growth in that. And I see the growth in other people as well. Um, so, man, praise God. Amen. Amen, amen. I'll ask another question. Uh, what would you say to someone that is on the fence about serving? Maybe they've got good, legitimate excuses, but um, they're just like, man, I don't know. I don't know if I should serve. Maybe, maybe they're, that, that excuse is, I just don't have time. What would you say to that person that, that is on the fence about serving? So I would say if you're on the fence about serving, um, to read the parable of the three servants in Matthew chapter five, uh, 25, excuse me, because um, that's what helped me. I read that, and that helped me step out of my comfort zone and start serving. And um, it's basically about um, a man who had three servants, and he left them talents. And, um, well, he went away on a trip. And one of them used his, didn't use his talent. One of them hid his talent. And so, of course, they're talking about money, but I'm talking about the gifts that God's given each of us. And um, so instead of letting it go to waste, I would say invest your talent, because that one servant didn't invest his talent. And... Um, and so definitely jump, get off the fence, and invest your talent. Amen. That's good. Um, I would just say just do it. Like, don't think about it, because that's when the regrets come, when you don't think about it, and you think about all the things why. Then you start regretting, well, I should have done that. And that has always paralyzed me, always the fear of doing something. But I've realized that you just have to say yes, and not let the, and just don't let the, don't not do it. Um, yeah, because it, we become a family. You become a part of a team, and we're all like really close. And it's just it's a great time just to 
pour into other people and also get poured into. Awesome. Hey, let me say something. Uh, that, that person that just spoke, she's like the uh, interim or whatever you want to call it, assistant director to RC Kids when our director uh, had to step out, the one that, that was carrying us, Christina. And uh, she is 17 years old and she's my daughter. Did you guys know that? So super proud of uh, the responsibility, the leadership, and uh, the maturity that she has shown. And um, she even has her local minister's license at Renew Church. So uh, thank you for believing in her. Yeah. Okay, so I would say if you're on the fence, jump onto the side that serves. Um, we can always find a reason and try to justify uh, not serving. But um, just imagine, God came down to serve us. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think you got much of an argument there about you being too busy. Um, or not. You're, you're, you're robbing yourself from a blessing, I got to tell you, when you don't serve. You know? Um, it's a blessing for me to serve. It's a blessing for me to be up here. And I got to tell you, we definitely need you. We need you uh, to do your part. Thank you. That's good. That's good. Come on. Think about that. Think, think about what Javier uh, just said. God came down and he served. He set the example. And, and some of y'all might be like, yeah, but it wasn't something so insignificant as like, you know, working with kids or, or uh, you know, standing out in the parking lot or singing on a stage. Like it was, it was a lot more important. Well, I, I hate to say it, but he, he did something what would seemingly be even more insignificant, right? Like he literally washed his disciples' feet. Like he took the place of the lowest level to serve. And that's, that's what our God did for us. So let's, let's follow his example. Thank you for that, Javier. All right, somebody else. Um, I'll go. Um, I think that when we get asked questions like that to... Um, kind of get out of our comfort zone and to invest our time and our talents into something, um, we can get a little, uh, I guess we can feel the pressure of it and it might make us scared. We might start questioning ourselves, you know, if we're, if we can do it, if we're able. And, um, and I just think that we need to take that pressure off of ourselves and give it to God because when we start, you know, thinking about our agendas and all the things that we have to do and our responsibilities, we're not thinking about what's important to God. You know, he doesn't need us, but we get to serve. We get to serve him. And when we start questioning God and saying, God, why do you want me to do this? What is this feeling that I have inside of me that I should, but I'm just too scared? Like, tell me about it. What's important to you? Um, I think that it takes the pressure off of ourselves and having to have an answer. Um, and if we just submit that to him and say, yes, God, whatever, whatever you have for me, you know, some days when I'm up here and I didn't do my best <laughs> and I just feel super inadequate, um, someone will encourage me and say, oh my gosh, what you're saying right there, that wow. ministered to me, and that's what I needed to hear this Amen. week. And if I would have, you know, not been up here or not 
said yes to the call that he has for my life, that person wouldn't have received that blessing that they needed that day, you know? And so I, I feel like when we put that on God and stop thinking about if we're inadequate, it really blesses others. Amen, amen, amen. Kind of what Stephanie's saying, um, you know, in our, in our huddle, we have an 845 huddle every morning, every Sunday morning, we have a huddle. We get together, and I ask the question, why do we serve? And we serve to make a difference, yeah. right? Yeah. We're, we're, we're like a hospital, right? There are people that are coming yeah. in sick all the time. People are, 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 dep are depressed. There are people that are coming in that are, are separating. They're, they're getting divorced. And so we want to be that joy for them. You know, we want to put our, our, our smiley faces. We, we want to be able to encourage those that are coming in that are needing help. Yeah. And so we want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, what, what, what I would say is, and I think, of a, I think of a principle that goes, you make time for what you value, right? Um, and so the, the concept of this is, look, I get it. A lot of us don't have the time, right? I know what it's like to live in Miami. I have a newborn, like, dude, I know what time is like, right? And I know how we have all these responsibilities and family and work and this and games and practices and, and all of the, and then drama and all of this stuff. I get it. Time is crazy. But again, we, we make time for what we value. And so I'm, 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 I'm not trying to be harsh, but I'm just trying to be honest. And, I, and I'm wanting you guys to be honest with yourselves. And if, if your excuse is I don't have the time, Pastor Mikey, I don't have the time, then my brother, my sister, I have to ask you, do you really value this? Wow. Do you really value? Because like, if I said I value fitness, but there's nothing about my time that would reflect that, I don't really value fitness. Right. Wow. If I'm telling you, no, listen, trust me, trust me, I value fitness, but I'm making the excuse that I don't have enough time to get up and work out or go to the gym or, or buy some good food, then I'm full of crap. I don't really, I'm not, I'm not, I don't really value fitness. There's nothing about my actions that would indicate that I believe what I'm saying. And so that's why I'm, I'm being real with you guys. Do you value the church? And how does your time reflect that? Um, if, you, if you value fitness, you're going to wake up and you're going to make time to, to hit the gym. You're going to make time to get those push-ups. And you're going to make time to get those steps in because it's something that's really important to you and you, va and you value it. Um, I value my wife, right? I have to make time for my wife because I value her. Right? I can't just say, honey, I value you, and then not take her out on dates or not buy her flowers and not do the things that, to show that I it's actually good. value her. That's the thing. And so we, we have this idea a lot of times that we can have you know, Jesus without church, but I would argue the church is what Jesus left. Yes, yeah. Like the church is the, like Jesus is physically not here. So he established the church. He left the church so that it can carry out his physical mission. So if this is something, if you value Christ, then you would value what he values and he values the church and you have a part to play. We all have a part to play. And, and I'll share this last little thing. Maybe you're looking and, 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 and to kind of echo what Pastor Trevor was saying, you're like, man, how is working with kids important? How is being in the parking lot important? Well, let me tell you something. 
when I first came to, to the Lord, I didn't know I was going to be a pastor. I didn't know I was going to be a preacher. But I had just realized, man, Jesus died for me. Like, I have forgiveness of sins. Like, I, I want to be involved in the mission of Jesus. And what that looks like is, is being involved in a local church. And I wasn't even involved in this church. didn't exist yet at that time. But I, I was just happy to just be greeting people at the door, handing them, you know, pamphlets. Because I felt like I'm playing a part in the thing that is accomplishing the mission of Jesus. I get to make a smile on somebody's face that is going in to receive Amen. a message Amen. that is about Jesus. I get to lay the foundation for them before they even begin to hear the word of God. So everything is important. It plays a part. And if I wouldn't have known at that time when I said yes to just serve as a greeter that it would lead me to the opportunity to be a youth pastor. I didn't Amen. know that. Wow. But because I was obedient and I kept saying yes, opportunities just open. And I'm not saying that you're going to be a pastor. I'm not saying that you're going to be a worship leader. But what I am saying is that, and there's this story that a pastor friend of ours tells us, that there was this lady at a church who they, they put her in all these different ministry areas. And she just couldn't find something that fit her. She was in the parking lot. She was with kids. She was serving coffee. All of these different things. And she's like, man, it's just not working out for me. And so they finally said, okay, well, what are you passionate about? She said, well, I really like knitting sweaters. And they're like, okay. And just that statement led to the idea that she can lead a small group where she's taking in young ladies. They're knitting sweaters, but she's doing a Bible study and she's pouring into their lives. So you take what you have, the thing that you're passionate about, and it can become a ministry. But the thing is, you have to start. And sometimes where you start is not where you finish, but you just need to start. Amen. Amen. Come on. You guys can sit down. Awesome. Thank you, uh, directors and, and everybody that, that brought that powerful testimony for us. Wasn't that good? Wasn't that helpful? That's what we needed to hear, right? So I don't have time to preach this morning, and, and uh, I just have, have a text. It's the primary text. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but you could read it later on. But it's 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and uh, it talks about one body, many parts. And uh, key verses are uh, verse, verse 26 and 27. 26 says, if one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. And then he says in verse 27, Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. I, I just want to emphasize in verse 26 this one thought. Um, if, if you've never played that game as a kid and, and seen those little uh, tablets, it's called Mad Libs. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Mad Libs, the little things you, you fill in a noun or an adjective or a verb or whatever it is. So, so this, this Mad Lib would be if one part blank every part blank with it. That's the idea behind what we're doing, even, even as we are one body with many parts. If, if one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If, if one part serves, every part serves with it. If one part rejoices, every part rejoices with it. If one part cries, every part cries with it. That's what it means to be a part of the body of Christ. And you guys have a part to play, each and every single one of you. You're not all going to have to be leaders, but in some way you're leading someone. You, you have influence over other people, and that is what leadership is. You have a part to play in this. 
You can make a difference. You can have an impact on those people that you come in contact with, even from the parking lot, even from the street, even, even on a stage, even in a kid's class, wherever it is. But we are all playing a part. It's one body, many parts. I want you to be a part of it. I want you to do your part. I, uh, I don't even have time to share this, but, but my good friend, uh, Mary, she is our, our, our lawn lady. She's in her 70s, and she's our lawn lady. She doesn't physically mow the lawn, but she makes sure the lawn is mowed every other week all summer long. And if there's a problem, it's, it's going to get solved. Somehow, some way, a 70-year-old lady named Mary takes care of Renew Church's lawn, five acres, every single week. And I, I've talked to her many times about it. I said, Mary, you don't have to do this. Mary, thank you. She said, no, this is my part. This is the thing that I do. She gets it done. There's no cost to Renew Church. It just, it's done. So if, if you say, well, I can't do that. Well, if a 70-year-old can get the lawn done, five acres, don't give me any excuse. I don't believe you. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Got it done. Got it said. All right. Start. Start by filling out one of them help-wanted cards. Start by, by walking out and paying a visit to one of these leaders and, and just saying, I see you have a need. I see there's a void. I see there's a place where I could jump in. I could make this better. If that's you today, start. Maybe it's once a week, once, one service every other week, twice a month. Whatever it is, just start with a little bit because we are one body, many parts. Amen? Would you stand with me this morning? God, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for this time. I thank you for your word. I thank you for the, the witness of these, your, your, your leaders, God, at Renew Church. I thank you for um, just uh, this church and this opportunity that we get to be a part of this church. God, for every person in the room, within the sound of my voice, those that are online, God, I pray that they would heed and, and hear this and say, you know what, I want to be a part. I need to do something. Maybe where they've been, it hasn't fit. Maybe it's making an adjustment, making a change or a schedule uh, adjustment, whatever it is, but talking and saying, you know what, I want to be a part of this. Going into the new ministry season and, and starting a new series and all the activities and things that happen at Renew Church, it doesn't, it's not just a few people. It's a lot of people coming together to be able to do what we want to do to lead people to a renewed life in Christ. I pray that these, your people would say yes, that they would respond. Holy Spirit, begin to work in lives. You know, the first step before you can even say yes to, to uh, getting involved and being in this position of serving, really, I mean, sometimes it doesn't happen this way, but most of the time it happens because you've uh, entered into a relationship with Jesus. That's the first thing, is, is that, that you saying yes to Jesus in your personal life. And then from there, your public life, you begin to say, you know what, I want to I be an extension of the, the body of Christ. I want to start serving. But the first thing you need to do is make that declaration internally, in your own heart and in your own life, that you would say yes to Jesus. Jesus, come into my life. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Jesus, make me brand new. With your heads bowed and your eyes closed, I'm going to lead you in this prayer. And if that's you today, whether in person or online, if that's you today, just want you to repeat this prayer after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you 
for sending your son Jesus to die for me. I know that I'm a sinner, that I've made mistakes. And I pray that you'd forgive me of my sins, that you'd come into my life and make me brand new. Today, I declare you as my Lord and my Savior. I choose to follow you with everything I am and all that I have. If you made that decision, if you made that declaration and prayed that prayer in your heart, it's by grace through faith you're saved, and we want to welcome you into the family of God. If you made that decision, if you made that declaration with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, if that was you today, whether it was a first-time commitment or a, a recommitment, would you just lift your hand right where you're at and say, Pastor, pray for me. I'm, I'm taking steps of Jesus. Praise God. I see your hands back in the back. Praise God. Anybody else? Praise God. Maybe now there's somebody in the room that says, you know what, it's time. It's time for me to become a, a contributor. It's time for me to, to step out of that, that consumer mindset and start being a contributor. I'm going to do my part. I have a part to play. God has gifted me. I don't want my gift, my talent to be hidden. And I know that God needs me here. He's calling me to do that. If God's speaking to you today, would you just lift your hand and say, I'm going to say yes to God today. If that's you, just lift your hand right where you're at. Say, I'm going to say yes to God. Praise God. Praise God. I see your hands. Anybody else? Say yes to God. So Jesus, you see hands and you see hearts, and we thank you for the good things that you're doing in these lives, in the lives of these, your people. Thank you, Father, for what you want to do in each and every single one of them. God, raise us up to make a difference in our community, in our city, for our families, for our neighbors our friends and co-workers. God, we need you. We need each other. We love you and we thank you for the good things that you're doing. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people said, amen. amen, amen. Let's sing this closing song together. Don't speak in vain, no syllable empty or void. 
For once you have spoken All nature and science For the sound of your voice Ooh, And as you speak A hundred billion creatures Catch your breath Evolving in pursuit of what you said If it all reveals your nature so I can see your heart in everything you say. Every painted sky, a canvas of your grace. Creation still obeys you so If the stars were made to worship, so I. If the mountains bow in reverence, so will I. If the oceans roar your greatness, so will I. For if everything exists to lift you high, so will I. If the wind goes where you send it, so will I. If the rocks cry out in silence, so will I. If the sound of our praise still falls shy, then we'll sing again a hundred billion disappear but you lost your life so I could find it here if you left the grave behind you so alive I can see your heart in everything you've done every part designing a work of art called love if you gladly chose surrender, so I. I can see your heart a billion different ways. Every precious one, a child you died to save. If you gave your life to love him, so I. Like you would again, billion times but what measure could amount to your desire he's the one who never leaves the one behind oh like you would again a hundred billion times but what measure could amount to your desire
in this house this morning. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you once again for joining us here at Renew Church. My name is Pastor Mikey, and we just want to let you guys know about Hero Sunday. Pastor Trevor talked about it a little bit on the front end of service. As a matter of fact, check out this video. Hero Sunday, who will you invite. This is going to be an amazing event. Again, we're calling all first responders, EMTs, uh, policemen, firefighters. If you know them, invite them. We want to honor them. We want to recognize them as real life heroes. We have a special gift for them, um, but also it's a great opportunity for the kids. We, we're going to have our kids come dressed up and their favorite first responder, they can come dressed up as police officer, firefighter, EMT. There's going to be a contest for the kids. There's going to be games food, a bunch of fun things going on. It's going to be a really special event, but we need you guys to do your part and invite your friends and family. It's going to be an amazing time. So as Pastor Trevor mentioned, grab a stack of these on your way out, drop them off at your you know place of work, wherever you're having lunch today, give it to your waitress, your friends, your family, your neighbors, let them know about Hero Sunday, especially if you know, I mean, we all know at least one first responder Let's get them here. Let's love on them. Let's show them the love of Christ and introduce them to, to Renew Church. It's going to be a great outreach opportunity. So, uh, man, buy in, invest in us, um, share this, and, and let's, let's make a great Sunday out of that. Um, lastly, if you'd like to give to Renew Church, I just want to let you know that there's a few ways that you can do that. But before I even mention that, I just, I just want to encourage those in the room that maybe, that maybe haven't tithe or maybe haven't gived um, regularly or, or, or they're a little bit hesitant in doing it. I just want to encourage you. I just want to share what tithing has done for me and my and my wife. Um, about a year ago, we had a challenge in the church to, to tithe for 90 days. And my wife and I, we, we prayed about it. We, we took it serious. We said, you know what? Let, let's do this. Let's, let's completely tithe. Let's trust God with our money. And, and we didn't do it to like give to get kind of thing. We just wanted to push ourselves a little bit. We just wanted to trust God a little bit more and just obey him and, and, and worship him in that way and trust him with our finances. And let me tell you that the second we started doing that, about a month later, uh, my wife and I, we'd been trying for a long time, but we found out that she was going to have a little baby girl. And that little baby girl is here. And it's because... It's because of the faithfulness of God when we trust him. Like, I, we were giving 10% of our income. God gave us a, a human life. So that 10% was, is nothing in compared to what God can give us. And it's not a give to get. It's not what this is about. But it's about us just taking another step closer to say, God, I trust you. Help me to not idolize my money, God. Help me to not do that. Help me to, to, to give to, to your body, to your church, so that they can do the work of the ministry. And I know that you're going to take care of me, and I know that you're going to provide for me, and I know that you're going to bless me. That's the heart of it. So if that's you, man, I just want to encourage you. Um, consider it. Pray about it. And if you'd like to give to Renew Church, there's three ways that you can do that. The first way is in person via the envelopes in the seat pocket in front of you, and you can drop them off in a bucket on your way out. 
The second way to do that is to do it online by visiting renew.miami forward slash giving. And the third and final way to do that is to do it via text by texting GIVE to 786-565-1165. Would you pray with me? God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this service. God, I thank you for these people, God. Um, Lord, I pray that you would bless this offering. Pray that you would use it for your purposes, God. Pray that you would use it to reach people so that they can know the love of Jesus, God. And I pray that you would bless these people, God, as they worship you, as they trust you, Father, as they're obedient to you, God. Help them, Lord. You know what we're going through. You know the struggles that we have, Lord. And I just pray, I just pray, God, that we would see your hand in everything that we do, oh God. Help us. We love you. We trust you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so as we get out of here, make a left. Hit the hallway over here, check out a table, fill out an interest card, and we'll see you next Sunday.